Welcome to Thugging It Out with your girl Brash and Shawnee Louise. And I would like to take this moment to make the obvious statement that out of the two of us, I am the thug in Thug It Out. There's no side eye. I am the thug. I will shake a bitch. <laughs> Are you sure? I'll put her down. <laughs> What's my word, man? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you are the thuggish, ruggish, what? I'm the thuggish, ruggish bunch. It's not even bunch. It's bone. The word is bone. <laughs> you thug card Reba. <laughs>
Yeah, I yeah. I want to say something. I want to say something. But, yeah. So I just found out where gaslighting came from. Can I can I give of out course. unnecessary information? Of course. So the term gaslight actually came from a 1944 movie mm, named <laughs> Gaslight. Niggas. That's the name of it. And so what it is, is there's this husband and this wife, and I think like her aunt died or something like that. And they move into this house and he starts gaslighting her using the gaslight. That's where the term came from, where he would turn down the lights and she'd be like, <laughs> Oh my god did the lights turn down and he'd be like no oh my and god and then he would turn the lights back up and she would be like is there something going on and he'd be like no what's wrong are you crazy and he made her feel insane using the gas light mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all because he wanted her to leave the house so he could rob the dead body in the attic that <laughs> i'm a little confused on that i'm Let- assuming the dead body is her aunt but <laughs> oh my god because he was using <laughs> Because he was using the gaslight yes, to yes. make her feel crazy. That's where the term gaslight came, came from. I want to unpack that a little bit because there's a lot of things. And this is why gaslighting is my hard stop, right? Because the effects of gaslighting and the intention behind it. So the intention can be mild, right? Mm-hmm. He literally just wanted, let me, like, you know, to pocket check this corpse. Yes. But <laughs> to pocket check this corpse, <laughs> you had to make me feel crazy in the mar- in the process of doing that. Like, how dude, else was I gonna get you out the house, Bruh, I definitely gotta go get sunlight. I mean, or <laughs> hey, babe, you wanna go? <laughs> I'm sure I definitely have to go get sunlight. <laughs> We're not vampires. I mean, I'm not a vampire, so it's just like I'm gonna go outside. I gotta go to work. I gotta go do something. I got shit. Well, in the '40s, did the women work? I mean, now okay, yes, but mm-hmm. uh, go get some groceries, babe. Hey, I don't even have to leave the house, baby. Go make me a sandwich. I want this X amount of things. I want this ridiculous amount of things on my sandwich, mm-hmm. right? I'm out of the way. Also, am I going in the basement? I'm assuming the body was in the basement. Because how the fuck? What the fuck? The body's in the attic, I said. Oh, I'm sorry. In the attic. Am I go- Bitch, first of all, I'm afraid of heights. I'm not going up there. Hey, I want to say that gaslighting is unnecessary because what the fuck? Awesome. And then also, you're going to drive me crazy because why? And then understand your partner. Do you really need to gaslight this person because it's that bitch going to the attic anyway? <laughs> like, nigga. No, I'm not climbing not, not more than two stairs. What are you talking about? Especially when I know. I'm cool. I mean, and I've only experienced attics in movies. But mm-hmm. also, that's why. I, I just want to know rant. But no, like, get, what's the purpose of it? Right? I haven't watched the movie yet because I have to pay for it. We should definitely watch it's it. It's a black and white, too. <sighs> Well, it, see, here's my thing. You know I don't like watching movies that don't have black people in it. And if it's, 19, if it's 1944, ain't no, 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 no black people in it. I, I get it. And it's black and white. Like, I'm bro, still, I'm here for it. I absolutely want to see it. Because the little snippet that I saw looks super dramatic. She's like leaning on the bed like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. As long as it's not, what's that old school movie? Oh, um, with them white ladies who was friends and then yes. that one died and they remade it. Um, They remade it with black people. Oh, Breath of the Nation. That wasn't it, but oh, yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> sure, we could go with that. Not at all. What I was talking but about, but like it was set up the it set up the stereotype that black men should be feared. Oh, I was because talking about white, the one with all the white ladies. They they were they were definitely white ladies, but it was like it set up the stereotype that black men should be feared because they were trying to come for white women's virginity. Oh, we were not talking about this. Oh, okay, I was talking never about mind. Uh, damn it, I just lost it. I'm you're gonna be talking about something else, and I'm like, ah, what's it's the name cool. of it? Ooh, from undergrad, girl. Yeah. That was so long ago uh, for you. First of all, <laughs> boundaries, bitch. <laughs> I will take accountability for being You know rude. what? <laughs> critical days. Critical days. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. So, my question is, what is uh, similar to your question, I guess, stemming off of it, what is something that is non-negotiable for you in any of your ships? My freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And by that, I'm going to bring up somebody that I brought up uh, last season, which <laughs> is Voldemort. Okay. Um, because I need the freedom to be whatever version that I, of myself I want to be at any given time. And I want I need the respect and the ability to change my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, in that situation, there was no room for me to be me. The request was for me to have a specific haircut and wear makeup and wear the nails and dress mm-hmm. like this. And I was like, but what if I don't want to then what? Yeah. And he was like, but I mean, I want you to. Yeah, yeah. Also, what I want doesn't matter in this. Cool, I'm out. That's real. So I'm I'm out. And even with um some friendships, like I have friends who, when I met them, I was not as strong of a person as I am now. And so the strength in my personality doesn't work anymore. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like we're having this battle where I want to be able to stand in my strength and in my in my com- my new comfort zone. Yeah. And the response to that is, no, but I need you to go back to being little again. Oh, my God. Because that's where I'm comfortable with Sorry. you. <laughs> I was trying to turn a god. Yourself? No, I was trying to turn a god into a god. Sorry. I thought you were shushing yourself. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It hasn't become those critical days. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. But, um, yeah, the fact that, like, I am now this bigger presence. Mm-hmm. And you're uncomfortable with my bigger presence, but you don't want me to leave, so you just want me to shrink, but I don't fit there anymore. Yes, yes. Um, so I need the ability to be who I want to be and change my mind. Like, if I feel like being soft today, then I should be able to be soft today. But if I want to be loud and strong today, I you should be able to let me be that. And mm-hmm. if you're big today and I'm big today, bitch, move over. Oh, don't sure. crowd me out. Let's get a bigger space. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it is. I, I enjoyed, I just want to point out the fact that when you said the word soft, it was a hard, like, accent. You know, and you know, I, I'm here for all the accents. Um, okay. I get it. No, I think that's really important in any shit to set that boundary for other people and hold them accountable to, and standing firm in that. Like, mm-hmm. let me show up as who I'm going to show up as. But then also understanding, like, you know, like you mentioned, like even if I'm showing up as somebody who you don't want me to show up as or who you're not comfortable with, like you you was like, Peace, I'm out. Like that's your option too. Right? Yes. Like it's like, no, nah, you don't gotta stay. That's you okay. don't. Ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Like <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. I saw something and I wanna say Jim Carrey said it because he's been like dropping gems for years and we're just not realizing Bruh. that man is a genius. A but he said something like if someone's absence if someone abs if Okay, <laughs> if someone's absence brings you peace, you didn't lose them. Mm, yes, that's real. And I love that because if you are uh, attacking my boundary, like 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 you're trying to breach the wall, mm-hmm. that's making me uncomfortable. And if you're not holding yourself accountable for the fact that I don't like you yeah, hitting my boundary, yeah. then you need to be held accountable for that. And so obviously I'm not going to be comfortable around you because I can't do what I need to do or be who I need to be. Yes. So you're losing a good one. I'm not losing anything, oh. baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That reminded me. Sorry. I just, oh. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I, I'll say it after you. No, no, but I'm saying like, I'm not losing anything. Like make sure the next man that you have. Is <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> sorry, where are you in? Yes. Immediately. Duh. <laughs> oh my god. Critical okay. fucking tell days. That, tell that. Tell no, that. No, no, no. Finish, finish, finish. No, no. That's all. That's all I was saying. Was like I'm not losing anything. Okay, so I. <laughs> sorry, I hear you, and I raise you the bar. Right? Like I raise you by twenty points. 
because no, that's a, that's a real thing. Um, so I was recently, I've been gaslit a lot. <laughs> so I've been gaslit to like nobody's, like nobody's business. Um, to the extent where now I can smell gaslight before it even fucking happens. You can smell the gasoline. You know, like, oh baby. It smells like fire. What? You know, right? <laughs> oh, oh, Fuji face, right? Um, but so recently I, well, not recently, but moving out of, out here to Georgia, I'm originally from California. Um, I, it came with a certain level of freedom, and that freedom was, you know, dating, uh, which is something that I'm totally new to, never really dated before in my, you know, very young age. <laughs> I never really dated before. I uh, was in a very serious relationship for a very long time. And um, even in that relationship, I was gaslit, but we ain't going to talk about that. We talked about that in the gaslit. Anyway. Um, so we this, will do an episode on breakups at some point. Yes. Oh, my heart. But <laughs> anywho, so this guy... Uh, I'm communicating as best as I know how, which I think is pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, I want to change the dynamics of our relationship. I would like to, you know, cut all sexual ties yes. and just be friends. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. We had a cool little conversation. Everybody's on the same page. We end up hanging out, hung out, went to go get sushi. Um, and, you know, I definitely, this is my fault. And I do take accountability for this piece. because Ooh, accountability. <laughs> you know, I definitely crossed the line after I said I didn't want to cross the line. Yes. In my head, I was like, hey, we friends, but I still want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in his head, I think it was a completely different conversation. And I make space for that. I definitely crossed the line, as I mentioned. Um, and so then I think that opened the door to him thinking like, oh, well, we're still whatever the fuck we were, right? And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because this whole t- I'll get to that. But anywho, we had this long, drawn-out conversation. And I had to keep bringing up the fact that like the whole time when we were having um, – I'll call it a situationship mm-hmm. because that's exactly what it is. You kept telling me you didn't want a relationship. You didn't want to get serious. You were doing this. You're focusing on these different things. And I said, okay, my, I mean, me being naive as I was, I'm going to convince him otherwise. I'm a great woman. I could do it. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Naivete no. at its best. Naivete, honey. Okay? So it didn't end up happening. For all the girls that's out there trying to do that stuff. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, hard stop. Don't pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Just don't don't do it. Um, but I kept communicating that right. Like, hey, you mentioned that you didn't want a relationship. I don't understand why you're confused now. So this guy literally tries to gaslight me into feeling like I did him wrong, and I'm just like, no, my guy. Like, these are the things that you said. This is what we agreed upon. Um. And then he uses this language, which pissed me off. It made me feel like, I think we have two different, two different experiences in this one situation, right? Mm-hmm. He says the words, um, make sure when you're ready to be in a relationship that they treat you better than I do. So anyone. E fucking gad, right? <laughs> because what the fuck are you talking about? And mind you, I think we all have a certain level of toxicity, right? Yes. And his level of toxicity and my level of toxic toxic toxicity gracious was totally different, right? I am a toxic drunk and I get it and I accept it. <laughs> um and I try to contain my toxic drunkness to my house. Mm-hmm. Um but but his toxic drunk was bleeding all over my space. And so I was like, You mean you don't you don't want me to find somebody who's gonna verbally abuse me when they're drunk? Like, oh, that should be easy enough, right? right. So it's just like, like, uh, so that boundary definitely, ha- like, gas- going into the fact that gaslighting has become my hard stop because, like, what I experienced within 
an interaction with somebody should never make me feel crazy. Yes. I should never feel crazy for how I'm interacting with you. And you should never feel like you have to manipulate me into doing something that I might potentially want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. Especially me knowing how flexible and malleable I can be. It's like, dude, you literally just have to ask me. And if I want to do it, I'll do it. Most times I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you just have to ask. But you like it's it's just the weaving in and out and the oh my god well you that 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 and it it creates a space for that lack of accountability to happen. It's like I probably did do those things, but what did you do? You know, like mm-hmm. it's like guys calling women crazy. Yes, she probably is crazy, but what did you do to? Maybe she's reacting to something that you did. Right? You, did you make space for that? Did you make space for the fact that you Was the there reason? Any accountability on your part about how she reacted? <laughs> exactly. Like, granted, she reacted to what you did, but is it the fact that? She just reacted out of nowhere, or is this mm-hmm. a button that you know exists? Not, notwithstanding the fact that she needs to take accountability yes, for how yes. she acted. If she being crazy, she needs to take accountability mm-hmm. for being crazy. But you also need to figure out what is it that pushed that button. Is exactly. it just she be too much? Exactly. Because if you are with someone who is too much for you, find someone who's less. Hello, baby. <laughs> Hello, and that's it. And that's all. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, but that that is a real conversation. Um, that's a real ass conversation. But yes, that whole find somebody who treats you better than me. Don't like. Can we date that? Can we date it? Because that's the fucking point, my niggas. That's why I'm leaving, my niggas. Like, mm-hmm. don't you don't have to. Re- don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to, it gives me that vibe. Like, have a good day. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I am a grown woman. Right, I was gonna do that anyway. <laughs> so I have a new question, and I'm going to give my answer to possibly further explain my question. Okay. Question. My question is: Do you have any slowdowns? Like okay. we talked about hard stops. Do you have any slowdowns? For example, I dislike I dislike being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of how you tell me what to do. I dislike being being told what to do. I dislike when it feels like you're not listening to something I've already told you. Mm-hmm. And I say that that's a soft stop because that is something that can be adjusted, right? Yes. Yes. Especially when you are dealing with someone who you don't deal with on a daily basis, when you're dealing with someone new. They need to learn how to communicate with you. You need to learn how to communicate with them. And for that reason, like, it's one of those things. Um, I told you I was having a conversation and I told the person, like, no, I don't think about it that way. When I think about it, my brain separates this here and this here. And they were like, but really, they're the same person. I hear you. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. But in my brain, it doesn't do that. And so that's not something. Well, why wouldn't you want to be yes. able to do everything in that career path? Because I'm not interested in doing everything in the career. I don't need to know how to do every single bit of my job to be good at my job. Why can't Mm -hmm. I just do what I'm good at? Yeah. And it felt like they kept repeating themselves. And then when I would say something, they were like, yeah, but that's the same thing. Not to me. Right. Not to me. Like I had a student the other day, Miss Ford, what's the color of my (laughs) my sweatshirt? It's pink. No, it's not. It's mauve. Baby. Which is a shade (laughs) of pink. Bro. Take what I'm giving you. You say fruit, I say apple. We're both right. The right, hell? right, right. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> that's and real. so that's a soft stop because it's like, I need you to hear the frustration in my voice. I need you to hear the short answers. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I need you to stop. Take it. Stop. Because, <laughs> like, that, it's, I feel like that's a learned boundary. Yes. Because you need to learn how to talk to me. You need to learn my tone. You need to learn all of that. So that's a soft stop. Do you have any, or, or that's a slowdown, yeah. not a stop. Mm-hmm. Do you have any slowdowns? I do. Give Man. me all 12 of them. <laughs> they all are encompassed in mansplaining. 
Mm-hmm. Ah, I, that might be what it is. It's a smith. It's yeah. the mansplaining and me going, nigga, I know. But but I hear you too because it's also like like you're mentioning, right? Like the, you're not listening to the response that I'm giving. So mine is mansplaining, but it could also be what I mentioned earlier. Like you're talking to be heard instead of talking to have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're telling me what you want, and I'm listening to you intently, but I'm not getting that same back, right? Like right. You're, you're just talking at me. You just need me to agree with you, exactly. And I'm exactly. not gonna do that because we don't think Girl, the same thing. Baby. Okay, even in the way that I'm. I've had people say, I've had an interaction with a male, and we were dating-ish. I don't know now. You know, dating is, uh, relative. Yeah. Anywho, anywho, he was just, he was like, we were arguing at the time, and he was yelling at me. Like, I don't, first of all, I don't know what the fuck it is on my forehead that'd be like, yes, order. Or, or like, <laughs> finisher. Mm-hmm. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't, baby, because I might, you know, do something. But anyway, um, he's arguing with me. He's yelling at me, and he's like, just say cool. Just say cool and I'll leave it alone. No. And in my head, I'm like, oh, now, nigga, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say everything but that. <laughs> like, you know, now now I'm going to finish you, right? So it was like, I'm not saying that. And he was just like, just say cool. Just ends up hanging, in my, hanging up in my face. And I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> now, I still I'm not going to call you back. I didn't say cool. Yeah. What the fuck do you want And I'm not going to call you back to be like, oh, my God, why did you hang up? <laughs> right. Are we still? <laughs> Hello, baby. I, I mean, I might cry in the car, but at the end of the day, you Yeah, but I'm not calling you to do that shit. Thank you. But it was like this idea that I have to do what you want me to do when you want me to do. I am not a fucking child anymore. Like, mm-hmm. that's literally how I grew up. So it's also like a part of me that's being a rebel. And yes. like, no, thank you. So that so that is what I'm getting from like what you're saying. Right. It's like mm-hmm. you want me to think like you think. And that's not going to happen. No. Um, my slow And I'm down, too petty to let it happen now that I know that's what you want. Hello. Say, <laughs> say that. Because boo boo. What you don't understand is I could go all day. Mm-hmm. I got time today. <laughs> I'll make time today. <laughs> um, but my slowdown is definitely mansplaining. And um, for those who may not understand what, what I had to explain to one of my kids what mansplaining was. Please define mansplaining. <laughs> so mansplaining is specifically an interaction between, in my opinion, it's a specific interaction between a male or a man and a woman, mm-hmm. right? And where the man is giving information or speaking um, about a subject, a topic, whatever the case is, to a woman in a way that, in a way that insults her intelligence, right? So, for example, you are a very intellectually sound and into, you know, like mm-hmm. you understand the world, yes. how you understand the world, however you understand the world, that's your experience. Yes. And then here I come along as a man. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, you're supposed to wear your tampons this way. That that that. Let me show you how to put it in, right? It's so I'm like, gonna add a piece. It's specifically them explaining something that this woman has already yes. expressed understanding of. You right. are telling me how to do something I have done multiple, done times. multiple times. You are giving me information on something that I am educated exactly. in, and you know that I am educated yes. in. It. I, I mean, I'll go so far as to say you don't, because I've been in spaces where you don't know, but you should know, right? Like if I like if I'm telling you, yeah, I was African American studies major. In in um undergrad, and you're like, okay, yeah, because racism, baby. Did I you see my library? You. Did you see my library upstairs? Because I already got all these books, and I could I could school you if you want me to. But it's also like, as a like at what you know about me, use context clues. Like, mm-hmm. if you know what what you know about me, like use that to to understand what I you know what I'm saying, how I interpret the world. And my other issue with mansplaining is a lot of times when they're doing it, and I hope this makes sense to the audience, they are talking at you, yeah. not to you. Yeah, it's a lecture. 
they are talking they are sitting on their high horse they are sitting on that pedestal and they are Mm -hmm. bestowing you with this information that you didn't fucking ask for because you already have it girl and then it's one of those things where it's like you tell them that you know or you give them information and you don't use the words that they would use Mm -hmm. so then they re-explain it to you using the words that they would use nigga i just said that so perfect example right I was sitting in in my living, in my space. (laughs) Uh, There was someone who I was dating at the time, and we were having a conversation about how you should live life. Mm -hmm. And we were, you know, it's a very intellectually, I had already told this man, I am, okay, so I'll just explain it this way. As a teacher, as an educator, I am thinking all the time, all the time, without stop, right? Mm -hmm. I always have to figure things out. I feel like I'm always intellectually, um, stimulated. So on my time at home, I don't want TV. <laughs> I want to turn off the switch. I want to actually relax. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have analytical conversations. I don't want to pull things apart and piece things apart. And I don't want you to pick my brain either. I want to sit. Maybe we can shoot the shit. Maybe we don't. Maybe we sit in silence. I don't give a fuck. But as long as my brain is off and I'm not going back and forth in this analytical space, mm-hmm. this man did not care. <laughs> so that was like, okay, go cool, whatever. Anywho, we begin to have this interaction, this conversation about how you should live life. He feels like the Bible is the ultimate supreme law. You need to follow all the instructions in the Bible. And I said, hey, I respect your thought process. And I respect that's the way you feel. But that's not how I do my, that's not how I run my life. Mm-hmm. I do, um, I believe more in spirituality. Whereas I think my energy needs to be balanced. I need to be not necessarily one with nature, but I need to give out love no matter what. Right. Yes. And it's just I come from a place of peace. I come from a place of centered energy. So everything that I'm doing is intentional and it's pure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to live my life in a way that pushes or makes anybody else smoke. And so he like we ended up going in this circular kind of conversation like, oh, well, if you're putting financial here, you go with analogy. Right. Yeah. And I, I understand analogy. I'm a fucking English teacher. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, OK, um, if you're putting furniture together. Aren't you going to look at the instructions? And me, being petty, I was like, oh, not if I recognize how to how to put the furniture together. If I see screws and I see screw holes and I and line them up, and I'm like, oh, the screw must go in here. I got to use a screwdriver. Like, mm-hmm. if I have experience with it, I'm not going to use the instructions all the time. But also, how many times have you looked at the instructions and they were either in the wrong language, you were missing honey, pieces and you had to figure honey. it out yourself, or the instructions were for the wrong um piece of equipment or let's talk about the fact that i tap 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 ikea furniture doesn't come with instructions because it's simple thank you or we could also talk about the fact that a lot of furniture is moving toward giving you allen wrenches all you gotta do is turn it <laughs> literally i got like 10 allen wrenches in my kitchen right now mm-hmm. so it's just like okay we began to have that conversation and even as an educator i had to i was explaining to him like i wouldn't force instructions on anybody because a that's not how everybody learns Mm -hmm. and that's not how everybody understands things if you find a way to put this piece of furniture together that works for you and it's it's functional yeah baby it's together i ain't got a problem with that so he's like well no 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 it's gonna be wobbly baby (laughs) i said okay i don't want to have this conversation anymore (laughs) oh no i'm just saying i'm just saying you're saying things i already told you i don't want to have this conversation anymore but that's cool i'm gonna listen I can see you shutting down. And I am. And mm-hmm. I am. You're building a wall. You're right. I am. Look at you. You can recognize <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's just like, so then it became this conversation of like, 
we're saying the same thing. I said, so then why are we still talking about it? I need you to say the words that I want you to say. No. <laughs> I said, and I'm not. And I'm not. And I turned around and I started watching TV. And I physically distanced myself. But any, but it was this, this idea that, like, why do I have to bend for you? Mm-hmm. How are you bending for me? Right? Mm-hmm. And especially sitting in my bounds. So this is somebody who ended up wanting to take the relationship to another level. And I didn't because I did not feel like you respected me enough and respected my intelligence enough to give me space, like you mentioned earlier, to be myself, right? We had a different conversation at a different time. Same guy. First of all, he came in real hot. Are you ready to be a wife and a mother? My nigga, I met you last week. What are you talking about? Hold on, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, so then I, I begin to ask him, like, well, I, I view, and I do feel like this to a certain extent, I do feel like this, a lot of us. <laughs> but marriage is like colonization for women. Okay. What? I sacrifice so much in a traditional setting, in a traditional way of thinking about marriage, right? Women have traditionally moved in with their husbands. They are uh, more prone to engaging with their husband's community and, and, you know, comfort zone or whatever the case is. They're having kids, if that's what you decide to do in your marriage. But traditionally, you'll have kids. You would depend on your husband, right? Um, And then there's, like, so many other aspects to it. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what are you, as a man, sacrificing for this marriage that you want so badly? And well, now I can't date other women. No, no, no. He didn't even go that far. I would have accepted that. I would have accepted that. <laughs> he said, uh, well, I'm taking on the ground work. I said, no, baby. What are you sacrificing? Because you want this you marriage. Tr- which means you're decision. choosing. To, exactly. You're choosing to do that. And that's the type of man you're showing up as. That's what you're choosing to do. I'm sacrificing my body, my mental health. My physical health, because black women having kids, every, you know, health, I ain't going to get into that right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm also sacrificing my level of independence, because now my level of independence depends on your level of independence, boo. And I don't think you're as independent as I'm going to up right now. However hard you hustle, that's how hard we got to hustle now. Like, mm-hmm. It's like I'm sacrificing all these different things. So you, and then at the end of the day, you, your last name is going to prosper. I, yes. Like I get, I have your last name. My kids have no claim to me. I mean, I have no claim to my kids at that point. Even even now, my last name is my dad's last name. My mama ain't got no claim to me, and her and her mama don't either. Mm-hmm. So it's just like this vicious cycle. And he's like, "Well, nothing really." So what the hell are you talking about? You don't think that I'm intelligent enough to go through this thought process by myself and and understand that this isn't something that I want. You're trying to convince me of what you want me to want, mm-hmm. but you're not respecting my intelligence enough to kind of come to that conclusion crazy so then i ended up telling him well, I know I'm going to rant. <laughs> you're fine you're perfectly fine I ended up telling him like you know i don't think in, in any ship i feel like like you mentioned earlier the freedom to just come the yeah. freedom to just be and be flexible in that being every too. woman should have the freedom to come <laughs> and, and the opportunity hey <laughs> sorry go ahead you're fine but i feel like a lot of times people are unwilling to accept the fullness of somebody because it makes them feel inferior Mm -hmm. and it's sad because you miss out on so many things like i can iron sharpens iron yes like you said if we're gonna be big in the room scoot over Mm -hmm. and i okay baby we're gonna be bubblicious up in this okay (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be bubblicious up in this bitch (laughs) because that's real like if if may if making because another piece is feeling conquered I yes. hate that idea. I hate the idea of, and I would never call it settling. I would call it feeling conquered because 
I've been in I've been in conversations with men who were not necessarily quote unquote on my level, finger quotes here, mm-hmm. on my level, maybe intellectually, maybe financially, maybe like emotionally evolved. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're not a good suitor, right? I I still entertain them. Today, maybe not so much. But mm-hmm. like in the moment, yes. But I felt like the only thing that, re- or the reason why they were so attracted to me was, or attracted to the idea of being in a relationship with me was because, like, it's like, I got her type of situation. Like, yeah. oh, she mine. And now you're going to make me feel small because you don't feel big enough for me. Yeah. And I just feel like, <laughs> no. And that's, again, where this this gaslighting kind of is has been bred in my experience. Um, because it's like, my personality is too big, but you, you're not about to contain me by making me feel crazy. And that's the best way to do it. Right, mm-hmm. it's like let me drive you crazy real quick so you don't believe in yourself. Slave mentality, slave mentality. I just made that connection. But yes, no, um, <laughs> mansplaining is a slowdown for me. It has slowed down a lot of my interactions with people. For me, it's it's kind of like that first red flag. Maybe not the first, but like a definite red flag. Like if you feel comfortable enough to make me feel crazy, you lack the ability to take accountability for your actions. Mm-hmm. Even in the, I'm on this dating I'm on Hinge right <laughs> on this dating site she's on Hinge <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> so I'm on Hinge and in the Atlanta area sorry go ahead <laughs> on my profile says that I'm a teacher says mm-hmm. I'm a teacher so guys are you know I mean people people read some sometimes so yeah. um this guy's in my DMs or whatever hey he asked me this random ass oh so are you in school like, no I'm a teacher oh I knew that okay cool <laughs> he's like um. What do you teach? English. Oh, the first thing. I hate it. Well, my grammar sucks. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, my grammar sucks. So I ho- like, don't, literally these words. My grammar sucks. Um, Don't correct me. And, and something else. And now I'm just stuck on the don't correct me part. In my head, that, that gives me the idea that you don't like to be held accountable. So I'm like, literally replied. Well, as long as you're saying things that make sense, I have no reason to correct you. Right. I don't give a fuck about your grammar. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. My grammar's just as bad. <laughs> I'm and I don't and I'm not about to sit here. <laughs> first of all, and I love this man. Elmo don't do shit for free. Thank so, you. Hello, baby. Uh, you look, <laughs> like I'm not about to correct your grammar for free. And also, who wants to be that person? Let me show up and then correct you, and mm-hmm. then give me the opportunity. I don't like that. Right. So hell no. Like. Mansplaining is a slow stop, but gaslighting is the ultimate. Nah, nigga, I'm oh, good. Yes. <laughs> I'm Mansplaining good. can lead to gaslighting. All the time. Uh, talking about accountability, are you better at keeping yourself accountable, or do you need someone else to hold you accountable? I'm really good at keeping myself accountable. I am ass at keeping myself <laughs> accountable. I can convince myself that I shouldn't have done shit in every single way, form, and fashion. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> Sorry. She's trying to play footsies with me under the table. Oh, so my God. We had that um, physical touch conversation the day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I suck at keeping myself accountable mm. to anything. You see me yeah. pretend to go to the gym. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like when somebody else keeps me accountable, it's not even that. You know how sometimes you like when somebody else is keeping you accountable, you're like, oh, I don't want to let them down. So I'm going to do it. No. It's for Sorry. me. It's <laughs> for some people. It's like, well, I don't you know, my, my yeah. so and so is expecting me to do this. I don't want to let them down. It's two things for me. One, I guess I'm going to do it because I shouldn't look like a liar, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, I really don't feel like hearing them say some shit about this thing I don't want to do, so I guess I'm going to do it. Right. Just because, uh, I know they're going to ask me. 
And yeah. I really don't feel like hearing them fucking. <laughs> oh, you thought you were gonna. <laughs> I mean, that makes complete sense. I get it. I understand it. I've never been that person. Like peer pressure does not work on me at all. I just be looking at people like, okay, oh, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what the peer pressure is. Because if I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. But it's like if I made the statement that I was going to do it, and then you're like, hey, did you stop talking to me? <laughs> but if it's like, hey, do you want to do this? No. You really should. No. Everyone's yeah. doing it. I don't fucking care. I don't, I feel like, because uh, I feel like we've had an interaction like this mm-hmm. where you were like, you said you were going to stop drinking. And I was like, yeah, and I changed my mind. Yep. <laughs> and I'd be like, looking and at you, you like, I was like, me I was like, you told me to keep you accountable. And you were like, stop. Oh, okay. No, right. Like, like <laughs> because that, I mean, I feel like operating that way helps me. Okay. Also, I have a very like guilty conscience. If I know, if I feel like I've done something horribly wrong, I will literally run myself through the mud. Like, mm-hmm. I'm harder on myself than anybody else is. So mm-hmm. I just feel like when it comes to holding myself accountable for things, it's more of like a promise to myself. And because I'm learning to love myself a little bit more every day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I'm learning to love myself a little bit more every day. Those promises become more heavy. They can become more weighted. Right. Um. But also, I think the idea of having people hold me accountable, it breaches my secretive nature <laughs> yes yes because I'm, I'm that person who's like why do you want to know things and if people are like what's your favorite color why what the fuck who sent you <laughs> so just like and then i'll overthink shit like like you know what would they do with that i information? have no fucking idea but then it's also like oh like even when my kids ask me things like mm. or like recently one of my one of my friends um was asking me a question and i had to call my cousin like what the fuck? Like, she just asked me such and such. And she was like, she's trying to be your friend. And I was like, <laughs> she was like, yes, stop being a bitch. And I was just like, mm, I'm going to for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, I think, um, like, me sharing parts of my journey and me sharing myself with other people, it's, it's, it is a, I consider it a luxury sometimes, but I, that doesn't mean like, like, I'm always in this mindset, like, who's going to check me? I am a grown ass woman. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. But I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel that guilt that comes with changing my mind or shifting every, you know, so yeah. often or doing something just because I want to do it. And I've also been trying to practice not checking in with people about shit that I want. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's because it's, I feel like that is where I was. And at that point, I was not living life for myself. I was living life because this is what this person is expecting me to do. Correct. So, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Oh, sheesh. Um, how do you stand firm in your boundaries? What does that look like for you? Discomfort and wobbly. <laughs> I stand firm by wobbly. So you didn't use the instructions for your friend? I, t- <laughs> I did. I just ain't screwed none of them screws in tight enough. Um, I am learning to stand in my boundaries and even in standing in my boundaries, it is very uncomfortable standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, ooh, I thought it and I lost it. Um, I think we talked about before the fact that I, being assertive makes me uncomfortable. Um, yes, being assertive makes me uncomfortable. Being assertive makes me feel mean. And mm-hmm. so standing in my boundary is a form of assertion. Mm-hmm. And I I have, and I feel like a lot of people have this in their head, 
where I stand firm on something, and then I'm just like, oh my god, they're never gonna talk to me again. I'm never gonna see this girl. Again. Never, like never, uh, never, 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 never. that was me this morning. So like, <laughs> um, but like that's literally my brain. So yeah. like, with, I'm new at holding steadfast to my boundaries. Um, with the last really, it wasn't a relationship. With the last thing I was in, um, I stood fast to my boundary and standing and standing in that ended the the thing. And I was oddly okay with it. And I realized that in previous relationships, when I don't stick to my boundaries and they end anyway, I feel even worse. Yes. Because then it's like, I did everything that you wanted me to do. I was everyone that you wanted me to be. And you still decided to ghost. You still decided mm. to leave. Or you still decided to do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning to stand in my boundaries because if I stand in my boundary, I at least still have me. Yes. Um, but I'm still, I'm still wobbling. And that bitch be loud in the back of my head talking about they don't want you, they don't care about you, you doing too much, da 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 da. But I am standing in my boundary is me consistently having to remind myself that it's okay to do that. Um, it's reminding myself that only the people who respect my boundaries deserve to yes, be here. Yes, yes. Um, it is me freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Can I do? No. <sighs> I can't. Like it, it's just like I'll be like, no, you can't, and then my head be like, oh my god, they're gonna hit me, they're gonna leave me, they're gonna stop this, gonna it. Yeah, gonna... no, no. And I've it's it's know. it's me freaking out. Um, the strongest boundary that I have is with my students. Um, because nigga, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why. Um, <laughs> but like in my personal life, I am learning to hold on to boundaries, and I'm learning to stand firm in them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's wobbly because. It's like punching the biggest bully you've ever had mm-hmm. and you're finally standing up for yourself and you hit them and then they look, they stare you down and you're like, oh, did I just fuck up? You or poke do the I bear. Have... Right. <laughs> it's like, boom. Oh, did I just fuck up or do I have your respect? What, right? is, what is going on? <laughs> you... um, but yeah, I guess the way I stand strong in it is I just still be like, standing. Yeah, no, no, that's How do you stand strong? Um, walking away. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, but I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> she ain't walked away from me yet, y'all. No, 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 no. So I, because I feel like I'm not gonna argue with you, right? I'm not about to, I ain't gonna argue with you. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna have to argue. You wanna argue? You mad? Because I feel like people sometimes, right, when they disrespect your boundary or when they, when they bump into your boundary and be like, oh, you gonna move it? Like, no, the fuck? Like, I'm gonna leave it right there and I'm about to walk away. Have fun, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like they're expecting because I have been so used to molding and and adjusting and Mm -hmm. bending and twisting and you know what I mean, fitting into space, contorting myself. Yes, I refuse. And your expectation, or even if it's a silent one, your expectation for me to do that is null and void if I'm not there to hear it. (laughs) So a lot of me standing firm is my in my boundary is. It, it could look like, okay, hey, this is my boundary. If you didn't know it was there, hey, this is my boundary. And mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. like Okay. Or I hate this shit. When people fake accept it, oh, that's your boundary? Okay, cool, yeah. And the next week it's like, bitch, you just bumped into the same fucking boundary that you yes. took to last week. Now I'm about to And then they ass. pull the, since when? <laughs> Don't you just want to? No. <laughs> 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 and so a lot of it is walking away. And um, what, an example that's really come into my mind is, me not talking to my mom, I, I had not talked to my mom for four years at a time because at that point, 
I was understanding that I deserve to be respected as a person. Mm -hmm. And the way she kept interacting with me in her moments of anger was hella fucking weird. And and understandably so, like, I'm not going to disrespect my mom and cuss her back out. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, okay, you can call me a bitch. That's fine. I'm not going to do that to you. I don't want to fight you, ma'am. But also, I'm not going to accept it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I walked away from that relationship for four years until she was able, and even to this day, still part of our growing um, process and our journey together, and even separately, until you're ready to take accountability for what you've done so you can see that shit for yourself, I'm not going to be here. I'm not subscribing. So you can do that shit all by yourself. You have nobody but you to blame. You're the only one in this conversation at this point. Maybe you talk it to yourself. (laughs) So a lot of it is walking away. You don't get the access to me if you're going to disrespect my boundary or if you're going to continuously bump into it. Like, nigga, I'm not going to keep repairing this out of the gate. I'm not. I'm not. Really not. Not in your benefit. No. (laughs) I'm not letting you in, baby. Mm -hmm. You're good. You don't get a ticket to the show. Bouncers, security, (laughs) all of that shit. So, yeah, mine looks like communicating. And if you can't go past the communication, then (sighs) see you. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Um, How do... No, you're fine. Okay, sorry. Uh, How do you hold yourself accountable? And I I know, like, yeah. (laughs) I don't. That was my answer. I don't. (laughs) Well, how do you hold other people accountable when they disrespect your boundaries? Or if they, you know, bump into that. Um, I try to have a conversation, um, like, okay, so you remember the time that you did, like, X, Y, and Z? I, that, like, I did not appreciate it, I did not like Mm -hmm. it, that was not okay. Um, and I just try to have that conversation, because I try to want to have that conversation. (laughs) We're growing here. (laughs) Because it's... It's it is a conversation, and I cannot fault you for bumping into a boundary that you did not yes, know was there. Yes. A boundary is nothing more than an invisible wall, mm-hmm. and you, we've all seen those movies where somebody will walk into the invisible wall and back up and walk into it again and be like, "Is there is right is there something here right now? <laughs> what is this?" Um, and then they'll try to break it or knock it down or whatever instead oh. of taking two side steps and see it if it works over here. Hello. Um, so I do try to want to have that conversation because. A boundary has to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is a problem for you until you tell me this is a problem for you. Yes. And then I like to know where that boundary stemmed from because I think it's very important whether a boundary is stemming from protection or is stemming from trauma. Yes. Um, Because I know gentlemen who do not want their woman to have male friends. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? But my thing is, and I, I, if that's your preference, that's your preference, that's fine. If your partner is cool with just having single-gendered friends. <laughs> if, if, if your partner is okay with you having single-gendered friends and you're okay with it, that's mm-hmm. fine. I am in the independent film industry, mostly men. Yeah. I need to have male friends. Yeah. Even growing up, I mostly had male friends. Um, I have, I grew up with a very masculine energy, and so that's what was comfortable. I am now trying to delve more into my feminine energy. Take We're your time, seeing how sis. that goes. Take time. Um, <laughs> but it's the fact that, like, why don't you want me to have male friends? What is the reason behind that? 
is it because you believe that like men only want one thing and they're only friends with you for this one thing blah mm-hmm. blah or is it because you have done xyz type dirt in your past interesting and because you've done all that dirt and you've yes. fucked all this up you don't want that karma to come back to you and the only way for you to not have that karma come back to you is to avoid me from ever being with any other dude or or inter interacting with any other kind of guy right right right. Right? i did xyz while this person was with this person and while this person did this and so to make sure i'm not the dumb nigga you can't have friends i understand that boundary i respect that you have that boundary i need you to understand that i am not going to adhere to your trauma let me show it let me let me show you that that is an unnecessary boundary yeah yeah let me show you that there you may have gone through all of that and it's very possible that your karma for what you've done is your uh paranoia Mm. karma doesn't have to show up like this like you did this so it has to happen to you your paranoia can be your karma because your paranoia is gonna keep you from your blessing What's your blessing? Say Me, it. nigga. <laughs> she is your queen. <laughs> so, <laughs> wild, um, but yeah, your paranoia can now be, because now you're missing out on these beautiful people. You're missing yes. out on these opportunities. You're missing out on these, these friendships, these yeah, relationships, yeah. these um, business opportunities because you're being paranoid, which you don't have to have a girl cheat on you, baby. Cause you think you could have been ten steps up. <laughs> Hello, you cheated yourself out of situations because I don't really trust it. I don't really know. Right, I don't right. fix it. I can understand. There's a difference between a boundary and a roadblock. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to adhere to to roadblocks. That's mm-hmm. because there has been a trauma. That's because something is going on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. They tend to put uh. What is it? Cones up around potholes. Ooh. I'm not trying to run around. I'm not trying to drive around your pothole. Let's fix the fucking pothole Hello. so I can drive down this road as freely as I want to. No, that's real, baby. Because I know they don't do that in concert. <laughs> they don't do that shit here either. Um, they just spray paint around that shit like you let, supposed to see. Let's, this, let's do let's spray paint. Date where the cones are by the potholes. Look at my face. So you get the morning. But like, morning. like I said, I understand that bound. And yeah. then, like I said, we need to have a conversation about that boundary. What is it coming out of trauma or is it becoming because of who you are? Mm -hmm. Right. I like I've had a conversation where we talked about um, whether or not they're comfortable with me having male friends, whether or not I'm comfortable with them having female friends. And the conversation was they they said they were okay with me having male friends. I could see the discomfort in Mm -hmm. it. So I am working on and respecting that boundary. Right. I know where that boundary air quotes came from yes so anytime i have a conversation with any of my men and this may seem like too much because you and i view we're totally different very different in some spaces yes you're yes, gonna yes. be like what you doing too much no and i'm but, like hey. <laughs> <laughs> i respect but it though because i because i want you to be comfortable with what's going on yes anytime i talk to one of my male friends i bring it up in conversation mm-hmm. like yo you know i spoke to x y and z today oh you know i Talk to da 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 da. I'm gonna be with this person. This person, I will show you a picture of it, of the person. This yes. is the person I'm seeing. See him. This right. him. Um, I will happily be on the phone with you while I'm with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've even even spoken to. Do you want to meet them? 
Because yeah. my biggest thing, I don't have a problem with you having female friends. What I do need, though, for my security, for my mental health, I need to see, I need to meet her. And I need, and I don't want you to be like, y'all go to brunch together. I don't want that fake shit. What I need to see is you and her in the same space. That makes sense. Because I need to see how she reacts to you. I trust you. I know you're not going to do mm-hmm. anything. But bitches be scheming. Girl. So I need to see <laughs> how she looks at you. Yeah. I need to see how she treats you. I need to see what that looks like. Because what that lets me know is that if we're in a relationship and we have something difficult, I need to know if this bitch is going to be coming for me and coming for my spot Girl, when we have a difficulty. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, like, I get it. I if I it. see the way that she looking at nah, bitch. <laughs> Stay the fuck over there when we having a problem. Don't do that, baby. Just call me. <laughs> I'm, but that's what I'm yeah, like. That's the you. conversation. I respect your body. I respect the fact that you're uncomfortable yeah. with me having male friends. But I need you to know that I'm in an industry that requires me to have them. Yeah. So I need you to a trust me and trust what we have. Know yourself. Know your worth. Baby. Thank you. And then b <laughs> I am willing to make some allowances to make you a little more comfortable. You need me to call you. You can. If when I'm out with so and so, you know you know I'm out with them, right? Yeah. yeah. Feel free to video call me at any time. Yeah. Because regardless of when you video call me, my clothes are going to be on. Stop it. <laughs> and personally, for me, you can't base it off of whether or not my hair is messed up because my hair is always messed Stop up. Stop it. No, um, no. It's, it's perfectly placed where it wants to be. Okay, let's say that. Messed up. Um, <laughs> really, she said where it wants to be, where not it where I want baby, it to be. Because you talk about freedom when we started this episode. So, baby. Let your hair be free, okay? I'm all for the freedom, okay? But <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember the question that was asked. But, um, yes. Okay. I mean, I can... Re- what was the question? <laughs> the question was, how do you hold either yourself account or others accountable to, like, boundaries? So you answered it. You answered both parts. You, you mentioned how you don't necessarily hold yourself accountable to your own... Not Correct. to your own boundaries, necessarily, but, like... But you do hold yourself accountable to respecting other people's boundaries, and those are the steps that you utilize, specifically in like a romantic sense. Yes. At least that's what I got. Yes, I will not respect a boundary that you have for yourself that you will not um, adhere to other people. I don't agree. understand. No, I understand oh, okay. it. But I, I don't necessarily agree. But when I think about that, I think about, and it's probably just because of that little <laughs> last nigga that's in my class. Um, oh, sorry. The fact that like look, look, what, you look, can't what you please don't curse at me. Please don't do this. Please don't do that. And then you turn around and be like, bitch, you the fuck you t-. I yeah. thought I thought we weren't cussing. I understand it. I think it's just because I do I have boundaries like that. I do. Well, I will not respect your boundary if you don't respect mine. I get that. I get that completely. I think that's what might might be. Because even with physical touch, I, I mean, I do make allowances with physical touch. It is Never a, with me. Always with you. <gasps> we just touched toes a second ago. Okay. And you, like, cringed and pulled back immediately. <laughs> because I don't like my feet to be touched. <laughs> she be giving these kids hugs left and right at school, and I can't pat her <laughs> shoulder if she feels angry. <laughs> okay, She was upset, and I said, woo-woo, and she said, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> Okay, because Cause she's like, you can't stiff arm a kid. Yes, the fuck you can. And I have. Oh, <laughs> oh. Because okay, <laughs> she is so upset. Let me calm her down. I'm not dramatic at all. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I can't stop laughing. I'm so sorry. Okay, when like everything is meaningful to me, right? Mm-hmm. My, me hugging on my kids is more for them than it is for me. You touching me is for me, and I'm gonna cry. And then I'm going to have to punch everybody in the throat. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one of my love languages is physical touches for me. And I hear you. Like, I literally have walked into her classroom and been like, can I get, like, a handshake or something? I ain't touched you in, like, a month. <laughs> and I, I tell her all the time, and I'm like, you're so, she's so fucking weird, right? And they'd be like, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God, they don't think that. She's weird. No! Now I'm the weird one. <laughs> no, because, okay. So while my boundary, some of my boundary is physical touch, I feel like certain people who I let into my physical space have the ability to have the ability to affect my, not necessarily like energy balance, but Mm -hmm. I know where your touch is coming from and it's putting me too in tune with certain emotions. And it's in spaces where I don't feel comfortable, you know, expressing that part of myself. Yes. So yes to, yes to that. But (laughs) also like, Going back to the comment of, like, I, and I understand, like, if you're telling me that this is your boundary, but you're actively practicing that negative behavior, or, you know, like, that behavior that you don't want anybody to do to you. Mm-hmm. Like, for for example, with my mom, it was like, oh, don't let anybody disrespect you. Okay, got it. And then she was like, blah, 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 you stupid bitch. And I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to do it for nobody else. Right. Um, it's not even that I feel like I'm not going to respect that boundary. I Like, again, I'll just respond differently. Because I also feel like it's a level of communication that needs to be had. You are actively, because and I'm a firm believer in the fact that sometimes people don't know what they're doing until you point it out, mm-hmm. right? Like some people are on autopilot, and so it was like my like name being a little rude, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, "What? I, t- I, I said that? Yeah, baby, you went off on the deep end a little bit, a little bit, like five times. <laughs> you did that, like baby. five times. You got that. You took the cake." Mm-hmm. And so it became a conversation, and it's also opening up space to be like, I don't like like to even have that. I don't like when you do, or this is how I feel when conversation. So I just, and I think when people show me a boundary that they want me to respect, but don't respect that within my space, I have to hold you accountable. Oh wait, because this was what you said. This is what you're doing. You mm-hmm. want to edit it? <laughs> you know, give them an opportunity to really see like. Or even understanding, like, I understand that this is one of your boundaries. Let's look at the way I'm reacting to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, make an, make an adjustment because I'm over it. Right. And, then, and then, again, walking away if it's uncomfortable. But, I mean, I, I, understand, I understood what you mean. I get it. And I can respect that, too. Like, I'm not about to kiss me. <laughs> if you tell me not because I'm unmet, but you cussing at the store. Like, right, oh. like that little, oh, I want to yeah. rip him to shreds. Verbally, <laughs> verbally. <laughs> oh, don't do verbally. it. Verbally. Don't do it. <laughs> She ain't abusive. Being y'all. professional is hard. Being <laughs> professional is what did she say? She first of all, she said our job is an abusive relationship, and which I a thousand percent agree with. But being professional is like the most difficult boundary, I guess, to have. It is because it's like you are. We talked about passive aggression. That's yes. what I think professionalism is. Professionalism is mastering passive pa- passive aggression. I would argue that it's mastering passive, passiveness, and, and um, I'm gonna say this word wrong, pacificity, because if you can pacify them enough, yes. then then it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all like this. At least the industry that we work in, mm-hmm. it thrives on our ability to be passive, and that ain't it. That and that, ain't and that's why I feel it's it's to a toxic point because yes. 
you want me to just let it go and let it go and let it go and let it go and let it go. And then when I cuss all y'all punk asses out and I rip your face off, all of a sudden I'm crazy. Immediately I thought about face off. But it's like, I go through all of this and then I'm in your office losing my mind because I've been okay with it for all these weeks. Like, and now all of a sudden you're just like, I don't even know where it came from. Well, fucking Becky, like what the fuck are you talking about? This email and this phone call and this email and this phone call. And then I told you about so-and-so and and I told you about so-and-so and and you ain't do shit about that. And then you told me I couldn't do nothing about that and this and that and this and that. And now you're upset because you told me to do X, Y, and Z and I told you no. No, bitch. I've been doing everything. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. (laughs) Rant, sis, go off. Boundaries, bitch. (laughs) Boundaries, bitch. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot. So that, when you said something and it sparked a connection in my neurons. (laughs) I feel like I'm a science geek now. (laughs) I'm definitely not. But um, I was, excuse me, I was analyzing This Is America video by Childish Gambino. Oh, I love doing that. I didn't get to do that this week. It was amazing. I did it with my honors class. And one of the kids, um, if anybody, like, you know what, well, if you don't know, go watch it. Um, this is America. This is America. Yes. Child just gave me no. Watch the official music video. Um, we were analyzing the aspect of what's happening in front of the camera versus what's, what's going on behind, behind the camera. Yes. Why is it blurred out and all this jazz? One of my kids said, there was like when the kids were dancing around Childish Gambino, like they were all smiling. It, it kind of had its like crazy kind of feel to mm-hmm. it, especially with all the chaotic events happening behind it. And he said the phrase, it makes me think that you have to be crazy to cope. Yes. And I was just like, oh, say that again. <laughs> and so it was like this idea that to a certain extent, you have to be crazy to cope. Because if not, you're going to go fucking crazy anyway. You know, it's like, like I feel like teaching has become this bound if you don't if you didn't grow up with boundaries and you start teaching baby you ain't never gonna have one. and even this for me like um this week has been trash as fuck because i lack the boundary that i should have with my students i don't mm-hmm. necessarily have a very strong professional boundary with my kids because a lot of the shit that i do is out of love right mm-hmm. not to say that you don't love your kids if you're not doing these things but for me it's like if you're in my classroom and you're like, oh my God, I'm hungry and I got some lunch left over. Okay, my nigga, like you, you want this? Cause I have some left over. You can have it. And then I go on teaching or whatever. And I, and it's every day. It's not even like the kids that get on my nerves don't get that attention. Like, no, you got on my nerves yesterday, but hey, you hungry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know? Um, but I, I lack the ability to balance that idea of caring for my kids and loving my kids in that way and being professional. To the point where now it's blurred and it's become very daunting and it's become very draining because I have to explain to them, I'm not, that's not who I'm supposed to be to you. Mm-hmm. I am not responsible for these things. I'm not supposed to give you, like, oh, Miss Fresh, I'm, I need some water. It's water fountain right there. I never thought you got that water fountain. Oh my God, you ain't got no bottle of water, baby, not for you. But even like saying those words hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it makes it heavy, it makes it very. <laughs> it makes it go ahead crumple that bottle up i've been trying to make her drink no crumpling <laughs> um but it makes it very draining to have to show up as that person every day and be passive when shit gets tough yeah and be strong when shit is you know going awry and have to not respond like i feel like going back to this idea of like police all right oh i was fearing for my life 
bruh, I be want to smack the shit out of all of these kids sometimes, yes. right? But I can't. Restraint, right? I have mm-hmm. to show restraint. And it's not even that there's this... And I do find myself being passive-aggressive. I am petty. Oh, absolutely. All the time. That's sometimes, where I live. Sometimes I'm aggressive. And that's I don't give a damn. That's it's a passive-aggressive <laughs> profession because that's where I fucking live. But, but most times we're expected to live in this space where we're supposed to be passive. And even to the extent of, like, being yes women. And I say women because I feel like education is mostly women. Mm-hmm. Um, but being yes people and just going with the flow and just, well, you know, we need this. And that's crazy, boo. Because guess what the fuck I need? A week off. Like, <laughs> without y'all talking to me, without y'all texting me, without y'all emailing me. I didn't I even just, open my email yesterday. Baby. And when I opened it today, I had seven children talking about, hey, Miss Ford, I know, it, I know that you are disappointed by my... Um, lack of work done in your class but i was wondering if it would be possible for me to do that i'm so sorry for being lazy i'm so sorry for being um for 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 procrastinating i'm sorry to do and what's crazy is like these kids sent me these emails yesterday none almost none of the kids who sent me an email yesterday showed up to class today baby let me tell you i have to go off on them i said i told them i said look y'all want a day off but y'all not giving me no work Oh, you're always so, it's crazy. And I was telling them, like, y'all tell me that I'm being mean, but the days that I'm mean, y'all get your shit done. Mm-hmm. So what you want me to do with this? Anyway, boundaries, <laughs> boundaries within work, boundaries within, like, the professionalism, the professionalship, the relation, the, the romantic relationship, the friendships, I think they're all necessary. And for me, I know particularly it's hard for me to have boundaries in the workplace because a lot of my personality is, it's bubbly, it's, you know, it's bubbly, mm-hmm. it's it's love, it's nurturing, and it's hard for me to pull back from that and be professional. I don't like the idea of being cold and, and calculated all yes. the time. Like, I think it sucks the fun out of teaching, which is my passion. And so while I'm learning to, like, put boundaries in other places and walk away from certain things, walking away from the classroom sounds wonderful as fuck. It sounds stressless, right? But yes. it's not something that I'm strong enough to do yet. I'm not either. <laughs> But I, I, that's got nothing to do with this one. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Got um, it. Table. Got it. We'll talk, we'll talk about, I think I want to do an episode on like other careers, even if they're side careers to our teaching, like mm-hmm. other interests and things like that. Um, so I have a suggestion. First of all, I kind of have two, but not really. Okay. One is if you don't have boundaries, you need to have boundaries. What you, I suggest you have categorical boundaries. Hmm. You have boundaries for your friends. You have boundaries for your family. You have boundaries for your job. And yourself. For your Boundaries for yourself. Yeah. Because there may be things that you're cool with your family doing, but you're not cool with your friends doing. That's hmm. my family. Interesting. That is very different. Interesting. Because um, some people, you know, some people be joking or whatever around with their family and their family be quote unquote disrespectful. Yeah. But you're my friend. There are things that you know about me that my family doesn't. Right, so right, that's right. a whole different relationship. Don't do that shit. Yeah. You saw my brother do it. That's everything that you can never because you will get punched in the throat thank you um so yeah i I think you should have categorical boundaries the next thing i'm going to suggest isn't really boundary and accountability related but it's where i got my tidbit of information about gaslighting from Mm -hmm. i am i have a tendency i i have not been diagnosed but i'm convinced i have adhd and with that (laughs) you said what hypochondriac (laughs) um and i have hyperfixation a lot Mm-hmm. Um, and currently I've been hyper fixated on this YouTube channel called Cinema Therapy. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they watch movies and it's a filmmaker and a 
a licensed therapist. Yeah. And they focus on, they look at the show and they, they focus on like what this character is showing or what this character, like he therapizes. Yes, that's a word. That's okay. a word. <laughs> he therapizes the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like this is where this person learned and this is where this person did and this is where that and the yes. other. Um, like they were talking about uh, Thor and Loki. And they were talking about where how Thor's um character arc, what yes. his character arc looked like, and versus <clears throat> what Loki's character arc looked like. And it's funny because they said that char- Loki's character arc ends where Thor's character arc started. Hmm. And they were like, and Loki will never be any better than what lo- what what Thor used to be. Hmm. And they explain why that is. Like Loki is still a quote unquote bad guy, but now he's doing it for different reasons and where his need for attention came from and where his parents exactly. could have changed his art and what they should have said instead of what they said and yeah. what that really meant and what this scene meant. And I'm <clears throat> in love with this channel. And it's literally <laughs> just two white guys sitting down in mm-hmm. theater chairs. Talking. Talking. <laughs> like, what is the film version of this? Yeah. Oh, well, they did this with this character and this lighting and this, this, and this, that. And then the therapy is like putting that with this statement Right, showing right, right, the right. fact, showing like this little step back, what that shows, what this facial expression. Ah, it's kind of like I you're using contemporary examples to teach. Uh, you know what I mean? Like what we do, yes. what we do in class. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love I hear it. You. So, I was listening to a podcast this yesterday, actually. Um, it's called. <laughs> it's called Brown Girl Self. And the episode that I was listening to, I was listening to a whole bunch of episodes. I don't remember exactly which one it came from, but, you know, peruse at your own leisure. Mm-hmm. Amazing podcast. Um, she is a self-care coach, and she is, I want to say her name is Bree, which I adore. <laughs> but her name is Bree, and she was talking about um, the experience that black women have had with taking up space and and boundaries in general, right, and how we should show up and show up in our best form, right? Specifically looking at how we show up in the workplace, um, how we take more space. And there was one thing that she said in particular. She said she started to practice not moving out of people's way when she's walking. I heard you talk about that today. Yes. And so it was like not to be an asshole, which she talks about, right? Like she doesn't, she doesn't do it not to be an asshole, but she just does it because it's what, it's how she's showing up, right? Mm -hmm. And there has been friction. There has been, like, tension. You know, when you bump into people, some people are not willing to move out of your way. And that's totally fine. Like, okay, well, we got to go past each other. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I really took that because understanding, I think my childhood definitely created this idea that I had to change for the world around me or it was like I am the common denominator. So yes. if I shift, then things can happen, things can move and all this other jazz. Or it's always like, be this, be that, be this, be that. And so in, in spaces where I want to show up fully, it's uncomfortable for me because I'm just like, oh my God, what am I what if I'm gonna be too much? What if this, this, and that? Instead of just showing up. Um so that's the that's the piece that I wanted to like push. Self care, brown girl. Um, and then also understanding that like I wanted to also challenge you to think about boundaries in a different way. So think about boundaries, not as a harmful tool, but as a self-preservation. Like, it's a promise that you should make with yourself um, to help you just thrive, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's 
think I always I always think about boundaries as fences or gates. <laughs> you can use whatever materials you want to to put those things up, right? That that um that line, but understand understand the material that you use and understand that you have the power to expand or decrease or do whatever you'd like to do with that, right? Like if I wanted to use chain link fence around my shit. So I can see these motherfuckers first. <laughs> I can do that. Or if I wanted to use like wood and put up an actual fence, right? Tall as however, it, it's yours to create. But it's not supposed to be harmful. It's it's literally so that you can either designate your comfort zone, expand your comfort zone, and then thrive within it to become your best self. Yeah, I like it. That's all we have for this week y'all yes thanks for getting through our critical day with us please subscribe (laughs) subscribe like comment give us suggestions on any other episodes that you would be interested in and if you haven't listened to season one feel free to go back our seasons are five episodes deep um will we do more than that i don't know maybe if we we want to show up if we feel like it because you know we're taking up space right now (laughs) yes I would even I would I would love to know what your answers to the questions that we pose for each other would be as well. Please, because yeah. we could definitely do like an, an episode. Yeah, based on that. maybe we could do like a season summary of like and and as you answer the questions that we're asking, it's like, hey, well, you know, thri- like thriving off of those or or stemming off of those kind of responses. That would be dope. I would like that. That would be dope. Bye. Bye. Till next time.